Let someone say, thank you, Jesus. Let someone say, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, thank you is the response of a happy heart. Are you happy today? Are you really? Let heaven hear you. So you are happy today? What makes you happy? Jesus is alive. You believe so? So rejoice. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated in his presence. Hallelujah. You are welcome in his presence. Yes, we rejoice because we know Jesus is alive. We rejoice because there is a promise of God in our lives. Say, neighbor, there is a promise of God in your life. So whatever you are passing through, look over it. Say nothing out of God's control can happen to me. Think about that. Thank you, Jesus. Brethren, sometime, we want to be strong. And we find ourselves being weak. We want to be successful. But we fail repeatedly. We want to be courageous, stout-hearted. But we find ourselves overcome with fear. The man of God prophet Jesus says that we are in the end time. The manifestation of the spirit of fear. Fear, fear, fear. Say neighbor. Say fear is not my portion. Say you fear I will not allow you to take over my heart. Being faithful to God does not eliminate trouble and adversities. Many biblical characters had moments of doubts and fear. There were situations in their lives that challenged their faith in a unique way, in a special way. They experienced situations that caused them sometimes to doubt God's ability to help them. The best sins, S-A-I-N-T-S, the best sins, see the need sometime to receive help from above to make their faith stronger. In Genesis chapter 15 verse 6, Abraham believed, but still, he asked for a sign to make his faith stronger. Gideon believed in the book of Judges chapter 6, verse 36 to 37. He believed, but still, he asked from heaven a sign to strengthen his faith. There are situations and there is situations. Say, my situation is not like others. 
My situation is not meant to destroy me, but to make me stronger. Therefore, don't fear that situation. Because the Bible says, take heart. Say, neighbor, take heart. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, fear not. Take heart. Remember the words of Jesus. Let's open our Bibles to the book of John, chapter 16, from verse 32. I start my reading, verse 32. Jesus says, Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. Yet, I am not alone, because the Father is with me. Verse 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Say, Jesus has overcome for me. Did you believe that? You believe Jesus has overcome for you? Therefore, don't allow fear to overwhelm you. What is fear? Fear traps our souls. Fear ensnares our souls and handcuffs our lives. It imprisons us. Fear paralyzes our potential. Fear paralyzes our potential. How? Because fear weakens our determination and willpower and then prevent us from taking important decisions that can change our lives. That's why Moses said to his people in the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, he told them, don't be afraid. Whatever is your giant, whatever is your Red Sea, in the silence of your heart, don't be afraid. Jesus knows he's alive. In other words, overcome fear. Because fear is a thief of faith and hope. Anytime you are in the place of hope, a moment of breakthrough, anytime you are the place where God wants you to be, Satan will do everything to dislodge you from that place. To live a life of fear is to live a life of destruction. Anytime you give room, you give place to fear in your heart, anytime you nurture that fear, you are indirectly making it easy for the devil. Because faith gives power to the devil to strike, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Millions, thousands, many people today have surrendered to their fears. 
while their hearts are still dreaming for a miracle. Pressure and tension has led many to lose hope. Pressure and tension have led many to abandon their post, to abandon their businesses, to abandon their marriage, to abandon their prospective success. Because they have concluded that there is no hope. There is no way. There is no future for them. What situation are you passing through? that can create pressure and tension and fear. The man of God says that fear is not wrong. Fear is not a problem. It is when you harbor, when you nurture that fear and let it grow in your heart, within you, then it becomes a problem. Say neighbor, don't give room to that fear in your heart. Resist it and cast it out. Say resist it and come to Jesus. He's faithful. We are not called upon to look within us to see how much faith we have. We are called to come to Jesus at Jesus' feet to take the faith, the strength, he has promised to give the strength, the faith you need. When your situation are unyielding to your prayers, it is in your own interest to live about that fear by leaving that situation to God, to the one who says, come to me and I will give you rest. Faith enables the believer to overcome fear. That fear that robs the faithless of God's blessings in their lives. As you are sitting down, listen to your heart. Say neighbor, listen to your heart. Listen to the voice of Jesus in the inner room. Say to you, take heart, I am aware. Say, take heart. This is the voice of Jesus. My heart, hear the voice of God. My heart. Hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, my heart, hear the voice of God, my heart, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, my heart, hear the voice of God, my heart. Hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, my heart. Hear the voice of God, my heart. Hear the 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Remember our message. Take heart. Say never take heart. That situation you are passing through. Whatever situation you are passing through does not make you an unbeliever. God does not mind doubt as long as we are seeking answer from God in the midst of that doubt. That situation does not make you a faithless people. We are a faithless, we are a faith generation. Say, I am not a faithless person. I am a faith man. I'm a faith woman. Therefore, I will not give up. To the people of the world, affliction, trouble, poverty, setback, are a poison that kills man's happiness and zeal to move forward. But to the people of God, this serves as a tonic. Let's say a tonic. A tonic. A driving force. Say a driving force. To move forward. Affliction, situation, troubles. They serve in moving us closer to God. Your situation is not a natural one. An extraordinary one. As you move closer to God, you receive strength to trust Him. And your faith will grow even more. I mean, as you are closer to God, you learn to derive, to receive heavenly resources. And your faith will grow stronger and stronger and stronger. The scripture says, Positive examples are tremendous motivators for success. Let's say positive examples, positive examples are tremendous motivators for success, good success. But negative examples are tremendous, tremendous examples that lead to failure. Therefore, let us walk in the footsteps of those who have set good examples so we can learn from them and our faith will grow stronger. Let's take the case of Simon Peter, we all know. In that book of Luke chapter five, Peter faced with an uncommon challenge of setback, failure, Disappointment, poverty at the seaside. He learned to draw on Christ's resources and he overcame. Peter simply said to the Lord, I have toiled hard. Lord, this is failure. Lord, this is setback. Lord, this is barrenness. But at your word, I will lay down my net. He said, Lord, at your word, my spirit will act on your word. Peter acted on the word of God and received a breakthrough and failure became a thing of the past. When Peter wanted again to make a difference in his life, 
as a fisherman to walk on the water. Peter simply said to the Lord in Matthew chapter 14 verse 28, Lord, if you are the one, ask me to come on the water and I will come. Jesus said to him, come. Peter came out of the boat and walked on the water and walked towards Jesus. What can we learn from this? If today you carry God's instruction in your life, that instruction will carry you to unreachable places. That instruction will take you to the breakthrough, to healing, to deliverance, to success. Are you ready? I'm asking you, are you ready? Yes. If you are ready, begin to rejoice and say, thank you, Jesus, for my breakthrough. Are you ready to receive? Yes. Are you ready to receive? Are you are sitting, looking at your giant? Are you ready to receive your healing? Yes. Your deliverance? Yes. Your breakthrough? Yes. Give thanks to Jesus if you are ready. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Brethren, Finally, the way through your fear, the way through that situation, the way through that tremendous discouragement that came from the pain of the past, see it as a lesson. Turn it around. Because life is a learning experience. What is the lesson, brethren? We must learn to deal with fear and doubt at its earliest stage. Say, neighbor, you must learn to deal with fear and doubt at the earliest stage by finding out what God says about it. That situation that caused fear, I say to you, cheer up, take heart. I have good news because the Bible says, we have a helper from above, the Holy Spirit, who will help us to defeat that giant. When the Holy Spirit begins to speak to our life, changes are beginning. When the Spirit will suggest to you what happened next, that fear, that doubt will disappear. When he begins to speak to our heart, changes are beginning from doubt to faith. From fear to boldness from failure to good success. So reach out. Say, neighbor, reach out to the Holy Spirit. Say, neighbor, come to his presence. Are you in his presence? As you are in his presence, remember, don't allow your heart to be fearful. Don't allow your heart to condemn you. Rather, let your heart be in perfect fellowship with the living word. Believe his word. Trust his word. Be bold in its truth. Confess what God says in your situation. Live in his word and let his word live in you. And victory will be assured at the rising of the sun. Say, my victory has come. My breakthrough has come. Lord, thank you. I am blessed. I'm healed. I'm delivered. May God bless his word. Thank you, Jesus.